Hello and welcome to the IOSH podcast. These episodes will feature exclusive interviews with industry experts, behind the scenes discussions with members and conversations with future leaders of the health and safety profession. In this episode, we speak to two IOSH future leaders about leading safely with intent, what it is, why it's important and how it can benefit your organisation. I'm delighted to welcome Midhan Subramanian, HSC Manager at EFS Facility Management Services in Dubai. Also joining us today is Mohamed Baldian, a certified member with IOSH with a Level 6 Diploma in Occupational Health and Safety. Welcome to you both. It's great to have you on the podcast. So let's kick off with our first question. What is leading safely with intent? Mitten? So typically when you hear this term like a leading safely and everything, you think of it, maybe it's a something, a top-down approach, something the top management have to do. But when you look deep into any leadership characteristics, what you see is good, successful leaders, especially in safety, try to listen to their stakeholders, get their thoughts, get their opinions, uh, try to understand their concerns. There is a lot more uh, emphasis on psychological safety where you are open to criticism, complaints, everything. The leaders who have pure intent towards leading safely will have a system where the, that can provide a feedback loop for continual improvement from the concerns within the organization. They try to understand the needs, risk and opportunities and make decision according to those risk and opportunities. So that's basically what's a le- leading safely with intent as a definition. And Mohammed, what does leading safely in- with intent mean to you? Yeah, well, uh, it's a leadership approach. So that focuses on creating a safe and uh, healthy work environment for everyone. Uh, it is based on, beha- on the belief that when leaders are intentional about safety, uh, it creates a culture where everyone feels valued and respected and where everyone is committed to preventing accidents and injuries. Okay, so how does leading safely with intent differ from, say, traditional safety leadership, Midhan? So, see, if any business primarily is focused on profit, so their decision-making is focused on profit. Maybe there will be some charities or NGOs have a little bit different. Even those organizations will have KPIs related to some kind of KPIs related to profit. So when we go into leading safety and say, okay, our priority or uh, safety first, all these campaigns, sometimes it's misplaced. Uh, What you can say is, okay, as low as reasonably practicable, you control the risks. So what we have to focus on is that reasoning part in the reasonably practicable. So that reasoning, you have to consider the care factor for our employees or the stakeholders and create a process where it's not a typical profit-oriented decision-making rather than occupational health and safety-oriented decision-making. This will include technical occupational health and safety, core management skills, and even behavioral management skills. 
And Mohammed, what do you think the main differences are between traditional safety leadership and leading safely with intent? Okay, the traditional one is uh, often focused on uh, compliance with uh, regulations and procedures and adhering to the company policies, etc. And uh, leading with safety with intent, on the other hand, is uh, more holistic and takes into account the human factors that contribute to accidents and injuries. It also focuses on creating a culture of safety where everyone feels empowered to speak up about safety concerns. And so, okay, so you've touched on that, Mohammed. So, Mitten, what do you think the benefits of leading safety with intent are? So, any organization or leader will attain trust from stakeholders that best possible decisions are being made. So, for an employee, for a stakeholder, what they see is, okay, whoever the leader is, they care about the people and the decision they are making is with intent of health and safety or occupational health and safety. So HSE leader, it's crucial that one have trust of stakeholders. Why this trust is important? You will have better engagement with the, all the parties. You will have more consistent compliance and this consistent compliance will lead to better safety culture within that organization or the community. And how about you, Mohammed? What do you think the benefits are? So the definitely will uh, when leading with uh, with intent will help to create more positive and supportive work environment for everyone. When leaders are intentional about safety, they are sending a message to their employees they uh, that they care about their well-being and that they are committed to creating a safe place to work. This can lead to more engaged and productive workforce that accept core responsibility and they feel that they belong and are respected, trusted and appreciated. And there's a scientific studies conducted locally and internationally show that only fully engaged people deliver outstanding results sustainably. That's really interesting. So on the flip side, Midton, what do you think are the challenges of leading safely with intent? First most important will be making difficult decisions. So as a leader, especially in uh, focused on health and safety, you have to be extremely courageous to stand up what is right. And it's very difficult, uh, especially for people starting in IOSH as a first career choice, it will be difficult. But it is to understand that whatever decisions you make is for the greater good and it will ensure that people go back to their home safely. Next one will be competency of the HSE leader itself. So unlike other management positions within health and safety, when you uh, become a leader in terms of a management role, it does require some competency. It can be occupational health and safety, technical competency. It can be behavioral uh, competencies. So that improvement is required. Uh, you have to work on yourself. So. More uh, last point will be understanding people's lives depends on decisions we make. So it's a burden in some t uh, time sometimes, but it's important that you have to understand that decisions you make will impact people's life in different ways. Great. And what um, challenges have you come across, Mohammed? One of the main challenges it's uh, lack of the executive support. So if senior leaders are not committed 
to safety in the first place it can be difficult to get the support they need to implement and sustain effective safety programs and we have uh, also competing priorities so safety it's uh, is often one of many competing priorities for leaders it can be difficult to make time for safety when they are as a pressing demands on your time and also you have like uh, resistance to change mm. so leading with uh, safety with intent often requires making change to the way things are done this can be uh, met with resistance from employees who are comfortable with this to school and they uh, laughing we have also the culture of blame mm -hmm. when it uh, when it comes to safety can uh, dis uh, discourage employees from reporting concerns and uh, can make it difficult to learn from mistakes okay so going back to one of your points Mohammed about um sort of developing the skills and mindsets necessary. What, how can leaders do this, Mitten? So I think self-awareness is something very important for this. So as a leader, you have to uh, know what is your weakness, what are the things happening around you, and make a decision. It doesn't have to be a same decision for all the scenarios or same campaigns or same plans for all the sites. But... Uh, the mindset has to be in a way that okay I understand what is happening around me and make a decision from there. Next one will be on improving the competency so self-awareness will let you know okay where is your weak points and you have to improve yourself and one important one is having honest engagement so especially for me I can say that during my earlier days the thing I try to do most is to have really honest conversations it's very difficult to have those conversations with especially senior leaders, but that's the way forward. At least you will put out what are the, all the concerns and what are the possible solutions and have a fruitful discussion. And willingness to be wrong and self-improve. So if you try to be correct always, it doesn't work, especially in health and safety. Yes, there are consequences, but you have to be willing to be wrong and acknowledge that, okay, I made a mistake and move ahead. Absolutely. And Mohammed, have you got anything to add to that? Okay, the, one of uh, the main things you have to think about is uh, celebration. So celebration is about recognizing and appreciating the contributions of team members. It can be as simple as saying thank you or as elaborate as a company-wide celebration. When people feel valued and appreciated they are more likely to be engaged and productive and uh, we have also openness which is about creating a safe space where people feel comfortable speaking up and sharing their ideas uh, this requires leaders to be transparent and honest and to avoid secrecy it also means being willing to listen to feedback even if it's negative when people feel safe to speak up, they are more likely to share their best ideas and help the team succeed. And uh, absolutely empathy and listening, which is about understanding and responding to the needs of team members. This means paying attention to their individual needs and uh, concerns and providing them with the th uh, support they need to be successful.
It also means being a good listener and uh, being able to understand the perspective of others. When people feel supported and cared for, they are more likely to be creative and productive. So when all three mentioned principles are present in the work environment, it creates a positive and supportive space where people can thrive. This leads to a loyal and engaged uh, workforce that is committed to delivering extraordinary results. And uh, here are some specific takeaways. We have uh, celebrate people first, then results, say thank you, start meetings by expressing uh, gratitude, I have a gratitude, a gratitude wall at our offices. Uh, avoid secrecy. Yeah, don't shoot the messenger. Shut down your ego and check your emotions while listening. Welcoming failure to be part uh, of the reward process rather than the punishment process. Paying attention to what teams need and uh, support them. Be a good listener and be able to understand the perspective of others. So following these steps, lead, uh, leaders can create a more positive and protective work environment for everyone. There's some really good takeaways yes. there. Thank you, Mohamed. Um, so can you tell me your experience of leading safely with intent within your organization, Midhan? So I can say a good example. For EFS right now, uh, we are having something called a hero program. So basically what the hero program intends to do is, so when we looked around the organization and did a risk management, so we have health and safety professionals who advises, who consults, all these things. But the total manpower and the ratio of HSE officers is very minimum. So what we looked at it is, an, okay, let's make more health and safety professionals. So it's a... Hero program is something like a training and competency program. So what we try to intend is create people with more health and safety knowledge. So instead of having hiring a health and safety professional to give advice, we try to educate everyone in the organization so that whenever they are making a decision related to operation activities or financial activities, health and safety parameters or variables that required for the decision making is available with them. They don't have to go into another consultant to get that advice from. So within organization we created a program with the different levels where technicians, cleaning staff, they acquire a specific level of health and safety knowledge. And we train them in a way that they will have a ability to showcase that skill and make decisions within health and safety. From the this program itself, we were able to, the most important thing we got back is people start to question when there is a work going on. They will say, okay, I got a training and the training said this has to be done in such a way, but in the method statement or the at site level, the situation is different. So the, even that questioning itself is a good feedback from the training program. Okay, people start to think from themselves and to make a decision that, okay, there's something wrong with what is being proposed right now. So that competency is provided through a proper training program and organization was well inbuilt. So their thought process was not to have a single or a two safety leaders instead of making everyone in the organization good, competent decision makers who consider 
health and safety in their decision making process absolutely and i guess through that you find things out that a manager might not have otherwise found out because they might not necessarily be working on the ground so that's uh, really valuable how about you mohammed um what's your experience of leading safety with intent within your organization okay i think the one of the huge efforts that every organization especially our organization uh, did it to invest in the safety training so that to cover all uh, staff from the starting from the top management cascade down so to make uh, everyone aware and feel valued uh, they are a paramount asset of uh, of the organization success and uh, another thing we have uh, has a reporting program so that uh, established like to have uh, all staff participated in the reporting process to report in the and safe conditions and safe acts etc and uh, like to empower the team leaders uh, as well to have uh, the uh, to lead on the reporting the minor incidents such as uh, first aid treatment on behalf of their team and uh, so in this way like they they uh, so team leaders they feel more comfortable and uh, speaking about the hazards and safety concerns from each department and uh, will uh, feel the like uh, the sense of uh, ownership of the to to report and to reflect on the all safety concern within the specific department on specific uh, uh, work they have uh, to do absolutely ownership is very very important um, so what are the key takeaways for leaders who want to learn more about leading safely with intent? So I think for any person who want to get into leading safely with intent, first is self-awareness. So they have to know where they stand in terms of their knowledge, their understanding of the risks or how to manage people. So where to start, they can... IOSH competency blueprint is a good place to start. So they, they there's a self-evaluation process there. So it will help you to determine, okay, which are the things, areas where you need to work on. And there are enough material for that also. You have IOSH mentoring also. So experience, yes, you can count on your own work experience. But there are many people in the world who have experienced whatever you are facing. So speak with other people, get their knowledge and develop yourself. You don't have to be the first person to experience it by yourself. There are people already available. So using IOS mentorship is something uh, anyone can work on. And the one to understand within your organization, this is not a one person's job leading safely. You need heroes or champions within your organization. You engage everyone and you work together towards this goal. So don't try to do it by yourself. You try to create more copies of people in a similar mindset and use them to for the cause. So everyone in the organization will try to lead safely. Then you will achieve your greater goal. Great. And how about you, Mohammed? Uh, leading safety safely with intent is... Uh, proactive approach to safety that is focused on preventing accidents and injuries 
It is not easy, but it is worth the effort. Uh, one of the resources that may uh, recommend just revealing back to them is the Lead with Intent book by uh, Herman Duplessis. Uh, we also have a good uh, training course. It's called Good with Words, Speaking and Presenting by University of uh, Michigan, uh, as well as uh, the Blueprint as a rich source uh, for Irish members. And then absolutely the, the takeaway they can uh, give for the leaders. So we, always we have to lead by our, heart, by our, heart, by our hearts. And uh, like uh, to know the feeling of others. So when your heart leads, so absolutely you, your mind will follow. That's a great note to end on. Thank you both so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much, Kelly. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. See you next month for another conversation on all things health and safety.